Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? It's not improper. This is actually very respectful, and this is part of the tradition of Israel. What's happening is Ruth followed the instruction that was given, and now many blessings are going to follow because she listened and obeyed. What a beautiful, profound message for you and me. When we do what the Word of God says, blessing always comes, even if there's a time of patience, even if we have to wait. Blessing always comes when we're obedient to the Word. But she goes down to the threshing floor. And understand, during the harvest, men, what they would do is they would, they would harvest all day and then they would winnow at night. They would winnow, they would go to the threshing floor and they would use the breeze of the evening and the coolness of the evening and they would throw up the grain and the chaff, the chaff would go off to one side and the grain would fall in a heap and they would clean it up and they'd separate the two piles. And then because thieves were around in Israel, remember it was a time of debauchery, and even though God had blessed them with this new faithful harvest, there was still that going on and so the men would sleep at the threshing floor, so nothing would be stolen. And so here we see Ruth goes down after washing and anointing herself, putting on her best garment. She goes to the threshing floor and understand the threshing floor in pictures and types. The threshing floor many times in Scripture is a place of sacrifice or submission. This is a beautiful picture going on here because what we're going to see is that she lays at his feet in an act, a beautiful act of kindness and submission. You know, many times in those biblical days, the servants of the master would just lay at his feet in humility and surrender. Think about that picture in your life. You know, we've talked a lot about just sitting at the feet of Jesus. How about just laying at the feet of your master? Just lay at his feet in humble submission. And that's what we see here. But no, under the law of Israel, Ruth could have come demanding. She could have come demanding. I demand under the law of Israel that you provide me with the kinsman, that you become a kinsman redeemer. But she didn't do that. She came humbly. She didn't beg. She didn't demand. She just came humbly. And she had to be patient. We read here, Naomi said, he will tell you what to do. So she had to be noticed. She had to wait to be noticed. She had to wait for her time to lay at his feet. And she had to be patient. And her patience paid off. Look at verse 8 and 9. Now it happened. Now take note of this. When did it happen? When did it happen, church? Now it happened. Is the, is the verse up there? Now it happened when? Huh, I like this. I, that's a little Pentecostal, huh? Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, no, I won't do that to you. Uh, but it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned himself. And there a woman was lying at his feet. And he said, who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. This is so beautiful. But we see a lot of things here. Bo asks, he asks who she is. She tells him. 
And then she says, take your maidservant under your wing. This is better translated, really that phrase as spread the corner of your garment over me. That's what's being said here. This is a tradition in Israel. You know, this is still a tradition in the wedding ceremony in Israel. In Jewish wedding ceremonies, the bridegroom will take his garment and spread it over his bride as an act of covering, protection. It's a beautiful thing. But make no mistake what's happening here. Ruth is asking Boaz to marry her. This is so powerful when you think about it. She's being so humble about this, but she is being bold. She's asking for redemption. You know, and any of us who come to the Lord, we need to just ask the Lord for redemption. He's willing to cover you and me. If you don't know the Lord today, what are you waiting for? Just ask the Lord to cover you with his garment, to protect you, to give you a new heart, to give you a new life. It's a beautiful thing. She's asking to be redeemed. But I want to point something else out because notice the kinsman redeemer, he spoke to her at midnight. And all scripture speaks of our Lord, doesn't it? And some will say this is just a coincidence. And for those who say that, that's fine. And I'm sure that, you know, many do. But here's the thing. In Matthew 25, the Lord Jesus gave us a parable about 10 virgins. And this is a very timely parable, folks. Because that parable of the 10 virgins is literally telling us these 10 people who call themselves Christians, of them, five are not really Christians, and five are. The parable in Matthew 25, and I'm going to read the whole thing, verses 1 through 13. Pay attention to this because there are some profound things, and it's connected to Ruth. It's connected to this chapter we're looking at today. Matthew 25, 1 through 13, Jesus says this, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Verse 3, Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Understand, again, in pictures and types, the oil in Scripture many times is a picture of the Holy Spirit. It's a type of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand what's being said here? Just as Jesus penned that letter to the church of Laodicea, Jesus told him, you think you're rich and in need of nothing, but I tell you, you're poor, you're blind, you're miserable, you're wretched, and you're naked. Trade it all in for fiery trials. I'm standing at the door knocking. You say you're a church, you're not a church, you're not true believers. This is a scary parable. Half of these in this parable were not saved. They were not believers. And what will happen to them? And look at this, though. Verse 5, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Man, I hope that's not true of us, because this is everybody. The bridegroom is, you know, seemingly delaying his coming. But be ready, church. And that's what this parable goes on to say. And look at verse 6. And at midnight, hey, when was it? Say it. Uh-huh. I'm getting used to this. This is awesome. Verse 6, and at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. You know God has no grandchildren? He wants relationship with you. You can't, you can't go off of grandma and grandpa's oil, off your parents' oil, off your cousins. He wants relationship with you. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, 
but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Verse 10, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. Verse 11, afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Now look at this. This is so heartbreaking. Verse 12, but he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Many in that day will come to him and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these marvelous works in your name? And he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. That's relationship. You know, you've heard me joke about, you know, um, you can name any famous person. You know, you can say, hey, you know, I, I, I know Donald Trump. I know him personally. And people go, oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't know me. <laughs> There's no relationship there. You have to know the Lord, and he has to know you. There is, has to be this relationship. This is a powerful thing. And look at verse 13. These are the Lord Jesus' words to us. And those who want to just discard the rapture and say, oh, we can live how we want, or just any of these things in these days we live, look at verse 13. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. This is talking about the imminent return of Christ, that he can come at any moment. It's one of the reasons we believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, because it's the only theory that allows for the imminent return of Christ, that he can come at any moment. Those are Jesus' words. And he tells us to watch. And in other passages, we're told to watch and pray and to be ready. Are you ready? Is there oil in your lamp? Is there relationship? The Word of God is so amazing. I tell you all the time, you can swim in the Word of God the rest of your life and you will never get to the bottom. It's that deep. And Ruth, she's come to Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, and she's asked for what? She's asked for acceptance acceptance, easy for me to say, for redemption. And Boaz calls out to her at midnight. And we're going to find out, even though he's older than her, probably 10 to 20 years older than her, he's so respectful. Look at his answer, verses 10 through 15. Then he said, blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, in that you did not go after young men, whether rich or poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Beautiful. Verse 12. Now it is true that I am a close relative. However, there is a closer relative or a relative closer than I. Stay this night and in the morning it shall be that if he will perform the duty of a close relative for you, good, let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you. As the Lord lives, lie down until morning. So she has to be patient even more. Verse 14, so she lay at his feet until morning, and she arose before one could recognize another. Then he said, do not let it be known that a woman came to the threshing floor. He's guarding her integrity here. That's what's happening. And then he's going to give her more grain, so people will see, oh, she's just collecting grain. Verse 15, also he said, bring the shawl that is on you and hold it. And when she held it, he measured six ephahs of barley. That's more, the word there is measurement, not necessarily ephahs and laid it on her, and then she went into the city. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit golgothafellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.